Hey, Rob here. On Saturday, May 14th, we, Corner Spatie, are having a live show where we watch Eurovision, Kieran's favorite sport. He's a huge jock for Eurovision and one of the best nights of the year. It is at the Laughing Lizard Playhouse that is Ziegelstrasse 28 in Berlin at 8 p.m. We will also stream it as usual. If you are in Berlin, come out. There will be some admission, not too expensive, and I promise it'll be a great time. More info at the end of this episode and in the description. Uh, yeah. Uh, happy May Day, everyone, because we're recording on Sunday. Exactly, yeah. German has the best ha- word for it. <laughs> it does, yeah. Uh, but you know who's a true, um, you know, Kämpferin of the uh, Arbeiterklasse? No. Is uh, Francisca Giffey, <laughs> who, um, before we get into the episode, just a little quick fun thing. Uh, Berlin's mayor, who's, an, you know, out and out, probably like the shittiest SP, like this from the shittiest wing of the SPD, yeah. um, you know, notoriously racist, loves loves the cops, loves just pretty much just she like in the, in the law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. She's in like the right wing of her party, was very much. Uh, a driving force against Enteignung. And yep. she spoke this morning at the uh, at the Berlin May Day parade march, fun time stuff. And the uh, union one. Exactly. The, the one, one. The one. So, like, there's always an official one, which is like of the big unions. In, yeah. Yeah, Berlin, yeah. And the uh, and the parties, like the SPD, yeah. De Linke, IG Metall, yeah. uh, I think yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They all, all march. They all do the you know the 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 symbolic leftism that they all mm-hmm. are very much a part of. And uh, the apparently, though, parade. What the the collective bargaining? Yeah, exactly. Uh, parade. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, but the thing I just think is funny is that even to these people, Francisca Giffey is too right wing because <laughs> she got booed the entire time, and then at the end of it, two eggs were thrown at <laughs> she her. She got smoked out. She got wham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finished. Uh, but the thing that's the best part of it is that the it was the part of the speech where then she goes into this like massive like before I leave just like shout out to the police and they were just not having it through anger. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, Damn. well, that's why breakfast. You know. This is what happens when you just start giving, all countries just start giving eggs to Ukraine. This, this, everyone has yeah, eggs. That's, gotta, this is what happens. You might get hit. <laughs> it's called blowback. Yeah. You know what? Uh, uh, do you really want all those BOIA on the streets of Berlin? <laughs> <laughs> It's your weekly corner spatey. It's myself, Nick, joined with Yulia. Hello, hello. And Rob. What's up? And uh, it's 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 just us with uh, without Kieran, and we don't know what this coalition's called. Um, but uh, it is You're like kind of traffic light here over here. Well, we're, yeah. we're here to talk about the wonderful Ampel Ampel Germany. We yeah. are here to talk about you know the future of the world, which is Germany, or the future of liberalism. Oh, yeah. No elections. Elections done. Bullshit. <laughs> Fertig. Uh, we probably need to talk about Slovenia at some time, yeah. but that'll be for another episode because, you know what, I want to I wanna take in... Slovenia actually plays a role in this one as well. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, enough. hey, look at that. Um, Rob and I mentioned this on an episode very briefly, but I may have deleted it because of just the <laughs> wrong timing of everything, is that... For, and I think everyone kind of knows, knows this at this point is that Germany is having the no longer the discussion, but the all out legal debate about the increase in weapons production yes. and weapon and armament of the German military to 100 billion euros. Yeah, 100 billion euros special fund to um, yeah restore the armed forces, yes. I guess. And so this is coming after, obviously, the sense of that then it's been made clear i think before we get into this mm-hmm. germany did something that they have never done which is sending since the reunification since the reunification of yeah. well yeah obviously because germany was sending a hell of a lot of weapons yeah. uh, you know <laughs> turkey got some and you know what 1918 yeah and um you know East Germany obviously was sending weapons to like yeah. Angola and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, unified BRD, Bundesrepublik would never send weapons never. to an active war zone. Not to an active, just to people involved in active. Yeah, active Turkey, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yes. 
Egypt as well. Egypt, who are yeah. active in Yemen. So. Iraq. Iraq, yeah. Wait, Iraq counts as an active war. Wait, this doesn't, that statistic doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. Well, this, this whole thing is confusing to me because I thought the whole deal now was, I thought that was the 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 philosophy behind Chef Zachen, which is like, don't ask questions. We'll just yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll take care of it. Yeah, it's like it's like the thing of that. Then when people say that, then this is the first war in Europe since World War II, and then it's like you forget about the Balkans or yeah. like the Greek Civil War, or a bunch of other little stuff here and there. Or May Day in Berlin. Or May Day in Berlin. Yeah. Every, year is, kind of every, every, every year is every year is every year is Krieg yeah. here, but. Yeah, so Germany took the, uh, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, Chefsache is the perfect way of describing it, yeah. of that the the the, the Schultz regime <laughs> decided <laughs> that uh, without any approval that they would just send weapons to Ukraine. And Annalena Baerbock just kind of just like spilled that in a press conference when she was in yeah. Latvia, yeah. speaking with the foreign minister of, of, of Latvia. The didn't same get- as Christine Lambrecht, who talked at Rammstein, yeah. where all the NATO parties were hanging out because the U.S. wanted to do that. So they had like a lot of people and allied partners and shit like that. And Lambrecht said, oh, we... we we want to join. We we want to do that as well. We want to send heavy weapons. As yeah. Well. yeah. So Germany had already sent weapons, and there's been video footage of them. I believe they're called Matadors, which are a recoilless rifle, otherwise known as just pretty much it's it's it's, it's like a version of an anti tank. Huh? Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It's an anti tank ballistic thing, and it's there'd been picked. But the thing that then gets confusing is that then Germany makes this, but then so does Israel. Yeah. And so can't really know exactly which country it comes from unless you were like physically get your hands on it but there mm-hmm. but there have been video that, that have been of ukrainian service uh, uh service members with these weapons and it's been very clear that germany has been sending weapons um germany is the world's fifth largest arms dealer in the world uh-huh. um they normally send to non-active war zones, which means things like Turkey got a shit ton of leopard. Uh, I find that two. interesting that they consider that a non-active war zone because Turkey's just Turkey's using in it war to, with Syria. to invade yeah. Syria yeah. and uh, yeah. Iraq. So to just you know speed things up, Germany loves selling weapons. It's yes. just that right now it's a controversial thing because exactly. the government then who's in charge, particularly with the Greens, had a very anti-weapons dealing platform that they yeah. immediately broke because, you know, war in Europe means something a little bit different apparently to them, which yeah. I don't know, I would disagree. But nonetheless, Germany's first step was sending weapons to the to a war zone that then has gone back and forth. They first started with just sending helmets and then it ended up with ammunition. <laughs> that now, was a big discussion. Like, it was, yeah, it was the 5,000 helmets. helmets. Yeah. And then it gets even pettier because then they sent their, they sent weapons through uh, Switzerland and Switzerland then blocked the shipment because they didn't want it to like be sent through their country. Yeah, because yeah, Switzerland being neutral and shit. Yeah, so <laughs> it's been just like a funny like kind of back and forth battle yeah. between actually physically getting German arms into Ukraine. And the thing that then I think is the funniest statistic about of all of this is that there's a bunch of reports of these weapons just being sold before they even get anywhere. Yeah. A lot of the generals are just selling them, taking them cash, and then sending it to their families in out of the oh, country. Okay. Yeah, yeah. at least a lot of these weapons are ending up in Syria, which is like really ridiculous. <laughs> or a bunch of like apparently a lot of members, uh, a lot of Israeli uh, arms dealers are just on the ground, just picking the weapons up before Wait, they even. Just waiting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Like you know, uh, like some like real fucking like lord of war shit <laughs> yeah. well they're putting in the you know putting in the legwork if you're on right. the ground <laughs> yeah fair play <laughs> so regardless of your moral stance on if you know sending yeah. weapons to a war zone to create the new syria is a good idea or not germany decided you know what that's it sending ukraine weapons is one thing but you know we have to take the initiative and stock, you know, and you know, stocking up, making our military better. Actually, yeah, these two things are related because one of the arguments why they wouldn't send heavy weapons to Ukraine was, among others, that they don't have enough weapons uh, right now in the German military, so they can't send them to Ukraine because then they won't have anything themselves anymore. That was their argument. Damn. That was one of the things why they kept like stalling the process. And it's interesting because, yeah, so I think those two go hand in hand because you have to kind of like then 
if, if you're agreeing to send weapons, and that was one of your arguments, then you can also push for a special fund for the military, of course. Because yeah. you can say, see, but then we have to rearm ourselves. Yeah, know? so there was yeah. like a really funny thing that Scholz did. Because remember, Scholz has been getting a lot of a lot of flack from lot of, the yeah. other parties and from German media. Like, you know what? He's not doing anything. He's not... Yeah. Ukraine's demanding weapons and Scholz is not doing the right he's thing just, by just actually giving them... <laughs> no, no, but the thing that's yeah. really funny is that Scholz gave them weapons. He just literally sent... He, he said he's not like... So the first step was not doing it through the, through the German government. He then was just being like, oh, you know, the the, the lovely people at like Rheinmetall, Heckman Koch. <laughs> they offered. They should, you know what, they should do it. You know, yeah, like I give them the green them. light to send weapons. The yeah. absolute funniest thing, though, of all of this. All right. Kind of feeding into the sense of that, um, you know, Putin calling Ukraine a Nazi country, this and that and that. Rheinmetall thought it was a brilliant idea to send them 88 tanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! A bit on the nose, isn't it? Yeah, M- much like the wasn't. The, remember, there was a Trump uh, press release that was like eighty-eight words or something. There was definitely someone on the inside of Hell yeah. being like, "I know what I'm doing here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Rheinmetall, the 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 company that then did make the like Tiger tanks and all this. You know, also to have big never changed cats. their naming conventions, they have kept their naming conventions always. They're big kitty cats, yeah, yeah. big cats, I, yeah, which yeah, started during the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like we have uh, leopards, gepard. Yeah, the cheetah tank, which cheetah is the, tank. yeah, <laughs> just cute. makes me think of the cheetah girls. But <laughs> I mean, with the increase in military spending, there have to be at least a couple of people riding my tail, being like, "All right, well then." We're doing the whole fascism thing again, right? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it never stopped. Yeah, venschon, venschon. Yeah, I gotta keep the tradition alive. I guess. Oh yeah, Germany still uses like the main machine gun for World mm. War II, the M- like a modified version of the MG forty two. Like they don't care. Like it's kind of funny. And, yeah, let's say like Germany, like and the interesting thing is, yeah, Germany was sending money. And with that money, mm-hmm. you can buy weapons. And Germany was also sending rifles, ammunition, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is actually like used. Like predominantly used on the ground. So everyone was saying that then, like Schwartz is doing nothing, this and that and that. And the thing that was so funny is that then he gave the German arms industry the green light to send whatever they want, and Germany apparently has been sending humanitarian aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they like haven't been debating it nearly as much as this question, but the big thing that then now has become an open discussion in Germany, or not even a discussion, but actual policy that's being made mm-hmm. is the increase of the defense budget of Germany for mm-hmm. the next year of 100 billion euros. Yeah, and that is interesting because as we might all know, <clears throat> Germany had always been in a interesting position throughout history <laughs> when it comes to World War II and um, People and like uh, well, the, the global community agreeing on that a strong army for Germany might be a bit scary. Um, but it, I, but this has changed. <laughs> this has changed because like Germany as being like the I guess the power in Europe now. I would say. Mm. And we all love Europe. Yeah. I I do love Europe. Therefore, I, I want to defend Europe through the only way that I know possible, which is a strong Germany. Yes. <laughs> and well, I mean, well, this is some. This has been a thing that then has been. Yeah. This has been a thing that's been pushed by other parties of recent, yeah. uh, particularly the CDU. Oh yeah, they always wanted wanting to, to meet the two percent that Trump yeah. got mad yeah, at. Yeah, that's them about. the thing exactly. Like, um, so this this whole discussion about this like special fund. Um, well, the CDU, of course, is for spending more on the military, but at the same time, they see this like special fund as something that would just like lead to the indebtedment. More debt. Yeah, an indebted Germany. Yeah, Verschuldung of the military. Um, and what they want is not not more public spending in that sense. They want to spend the two percent of the GDP. They want that. They want that every year for the military. They want to increase the spending, but as like a constant thing, and not as like only only for a few years or only for now or only only twenty twenty two or something. Yeah, like I that. think the thing that we need to first be clear about is that yeah. then Germany is thinking uh, so the, the the main debate of course of if they should spend which got past what was yeah. it 500 to 
No, that's a weapon delivery. They're, they didn't decide on the special oh, front yet. Oh, okay. They yeah. are still, they're still debating that. That is because of the way that it's formulated, the CDU not being on board when it comes to... Uh, it being a special fund, they want uh, they want it like as like a two percent GDP spending, mm -hmm. and also the problem with this one is they have it requires a change of the constitution. Exactly. So for those who do not know, Germany uh, has it written into its constitution. A country that that is deathly afraid of, of afraid of debt also made it a legal fear. Also deathly afraid of death. Deathly right? afraid of death. Yeah, <laughs> and Germany is not allowed to go past sixty percent to GDP ratio yeah. of their debt to uh, of, of debt debt to GDP yeah. ratio spending cannot go yeah. above that. It Germany's is constitutionally out. bound it's because Germany is very scared of inflation and having to pay money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Probably some people argue due to the war debt that they had. That is why they write, wrote it into the constitution. That is yeah. also why they made it up like an obligation for everyone who wants to join the EU. That they're they have to have like a certain you know they they are not allowed to be in certain kind of debts. Well, that that clearly that, that clearly worked out, and <laughs> yeah. no country in Europe clearly has crippling debt. <laughs> was definitely yeah that that was. Um. Well, you're all having fun at the party dancing. Someone has to be the bouncer. Yeah, they exactly. have to watch. They gotta they gotta make sure the ratio is okay. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Someone <laughs> someone's gotta do it. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to spend more in the military, you of course have to spend more in yeah. general. So, so that would change. Uh, yeah, require a change of the constitution, as I said. Yeah, and, and what the CDU specifically wants, they yeah. do not want two things. They do not want this. Um, the Schuldenbremse to be broken because mm -hmm. it is all it is all but holy, mm, and it will also um, break the spell of the city, and they will all melt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is actually Schwarzenau. just the Wizard of Oz. Yes, <laughs> if the sacrifices uh, the are not kept yeah. going, yeah. well, the Schwarzenau, the, the Schwarzenau is something that that's different. Of that, then that Germany yeah. will always have a balanced budget, which is something that then literally, like even like CDU ec economists, are uh, like, I'm just saying, it's the yeah. party of the Schwarzenau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so the Schwarzenau is the thing that then is that Germany will always have a balanced budget that was made yep. popular by the CDU and is literally a death cult of why this country yes. cannot spend. <laughs> Aside, on, on top of the fact that this country won't spend uh, for a constitutional reason. But, so the CDU, weirdly, like, so Friedrich Merz has been, you know, uh, swinging his dick in by the fucking Bundes... playing the tough Bundes opposition. Yes. By continuously saying, yo, like, I fucking love the Bundeswehr. Like, you know... I'm about you guys, but we have to get that money from a different place. Yeah. We cannot in debt Germany, which, yeah, whatever. Okay, like that's which, fucking possible. Which is very interesting because since the FDP, our lovely finance dudes, are part of the coalition, of the traffic light coalition, yeah. they have had interesting stance like lately because they, of course, have to work with the coalition. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Christian Lindner held this whole speech, being like, "Okay, now we we totally should do this because, um, wait, to quote Lindner, <laughs> you have to be able to fight in order not to have to oh, fight." I, I was waiting for, I was waiting for the quote to be, "My money, big body, my money, Tonka." Yeah. <laughs> it's basically saying the same. <laughs> well, the FDP, what they're, you know, maybe you got it twisted because everyone thinks they're the. They're the 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 finance bros, but yeah. really they're the freedom bros. Exactly, and freedom actually, freedom is increasing the military. Spending. Oh, hundred percent. That is actually yeah. something that they said as an argument. It's interesting because they said if we want to keep these freedom values alive, we have to spend money on the More military. Leopard <laughs> tanks. Yes, to, for sweet, to fight for freedom. Oh, my money, real free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, they have been keeping this like as so. What what they are saying in general, and it's it's very interesting. It's like they all of them kept arguing, especially well, especially uh, our foreign minister Annalena Baerbock mm -hmm, yeah. um, kept arguing. Okay, this is about like a value based, you know, foreign policy, a value based like military policy, etc. You know, so this is about like helping. The free world. This is about protecting free Europe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, yeah. free Europe in place of free world. That's uh, ooh, I like that. <laughs> well, we can we can juice another ten years out of that after the. <laughs> yeah. So keep this this gravy train rolling. <laughs> that's like yeah. Before we go any further, I think we need to really specify that like this is all being kicked off weirdly enough by a party that 
up until very recently was quite anti-war in any regard. Yes. The Greens, um, as Rob properly has pointed out, probably more than anyone on this show, that the Greens are the perfect vessel of this type of neo-Atlanticism. Oh, yeah. You know, for not just like a foreign policy, but also domestic policy where they're like very much just like turning into like the U.S. Democrats, it seems like. Mm -hmm. But Baerbach and Habeck have been going on the nose of Germany's dependency on Russian oil, gas and oil, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, it's it's like not, it's like a moot point. Everyone in Germany knew that then it's like, while Merkel, I would argue, had good, had a smart, even still today, I defend the sense of having a smart diplomatic relationship yep. with Russia. Um, it was also incredibly stupid for, her and the SPD before her to, not to diversify not to diversify sources. the country's yeah, you know, energy, energy sources, sources definitely like just relying on one supplier and that supplier being or Russia coal. yeah and coal yeah. <laughs> of course but since we want to go away from coal like since this the whole climate thing is still a thing yeah yeah um, well, yeah but it's yeah it's very fascinating that this former hippie party that used to like chain themselves onto like train tracks when it comes to like castor uh, do you also say castor transports castor transport it's like way, nuclear waste transport, yeah. basically. So, yeah, these guys, you know, that used to chain themselves to train tracks and, and be all against nuclear war and nuclear energy, et cetera, et cetera. They have given in to St. Javelin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now the kind of like horny for NATO, very horny for NATO. It's very interesting. I think Babak wants to see herself among like all the, all the well, cute... Trans, uh, yeah, transatlanticists. She wants to, yeah. Uh, Adelina Baerbach <laughs> saw, um, you know, how many bodies that, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Henry Kissinger can fit oh, into yeah. his, fit into his, 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 you know, big puffy jackets. And she's yeah. like, I gotta get me one of those. But, um, yeah, since we're talking about the military spending, it's also. Interesting to see that Germany has increased their military budget. Before. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like from I don't know twenty five. Uh, wait, was a billion or million? A billion, a billion of course, yeah, yeah, yeah billion yeah, yeah. to like fifty two billion, which was rightfully like pointed out by Die Linke, actually by Sacklin Nastic, um, and. Um, what she said, and I think she made a great point, is like the problem is not the spending; the problem is the mismanagement of the, of the, of of what to do with the money of, yeah. of the military. Because people f- try to uh, like people tend to forget because Ursula is now our head of of Europe, of the yeah. European Commission. But she used to be the defense minister, and she used to hang out like what was it, McKinsey, and um, what are the other consulting idiots? BCG. Yeah, yeah, all of them. KPMG. I don't know all of them. <laughs> I don't know who actually was involved uh, in like, consulting Ursula, but there was a lot of shit going on. That was definitely mismanagement. That yeah, was mismanagement. they produced weapons like that. They bought weapons that didn't work. It was a whole fucking scandal. But people yeah. tend to forget, as I said, because Ursula has been so great in 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 hanging out with le- world leaders and. Holding f- like fiery speeches on. No, that's the a funny. That's EU. A, yeah, that's <laughs> the funniest thing about Ursula von der Leyen right now is that her career is just getting like a massive, like everyone is like loving her. People who, love her. Yeah, love who, her now. Yeah, yeah, because they don't have half a brain and don't realize that one, she literally has sucked at every do- job that she's done. And Not at the commission job, apparently, because she's no, doing she's still exactly, doing she's still doing a horrible well, job course. there. Because I'm just the saying, thing not in just, the sense of what people you know, yeah, what people like. Course. She's like perfect for the EU. Yeah, she also has literally yeah. no power, so she does these fiery yeah. speeches like we're going to sanction Russia, and then yeah. it's like a lot of the countries will come back and be like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Like we're like yeah. Germany, even it's being the same one with, of like, them. Poland, they're going to yeah. say, oh, oh, Poland, you can't do that, and then like Poland still does it. Be like, yeah, we're going to still do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hungary, oh, like <laughs> Hungary, literally, they had a discussion the other day if they should withhold Hungary's funds again for their LGBTQ laws, and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, you can't do that. Like Ursula von der Leyen can say whatever the hell she wants. Like, yeah, we're going to stop gas shipments from Russia. Yeah. And then Russia literally came back and be like, yeah, that's cute. Buy it in rubles. And every European country is like, yeah, okay, we're buying it in rubles. She's like, you can't do that. And they're like, yeah, no, we don't want each country to have an individual political crisis. Germany started um, and yeah, sending the money to a Russian account. So like mm-hmm. they are paying in rubles right now. It's interesting how everyone was very mad about it in the beginning. 
about like the the decree that Putin signed, um, which of course contracts like or is like breaking the contract that he had with the countries because nobody like it said like you pay that in euros and in dollars, but eh, it's wartime, so you do whatever. Yeah, again, and he has the Putin leverage. Putin be has the like leverage. my money, like, big body, my money, big Tonka. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> So, but yeah, back to the... Yeah, back to Germany being, um, yeah, unfortunately a little bit too German right now. And well, the thing also too with the weapon spending thing of of the past is that um, Germany, I mean, for those who don't live here, I would say probably the past five, six years or so, there's been a massive push of trying to get um, the uh, member, like of, of, of... number of people in the Bundeswehr up because the Bundeswehr <laughs> is notoriously understaffed for how big of a military yeah. Germany. That's not for, the only deficit. <laughs> yeah, but for uh, how, how big of a country yeah. Germany has that they continuously want to meet these goals of yeah. like the 2% goal wasn't just a thing that was talked about of recent months. Yeah. It was something the CDU had been wanting to meet. They and wanted to do that a lot, yeah. Yeah, and there was there was this, this push of that. However, as... First, you mentioned that they can't spend very well because it is a neoliberal. It is a hyper neoliberal party yeah. that then does everything through consulting firms, and yeah. they didn't have like the 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 Bundeswehr is, is very much understaffed. So you have these hilarious like <laughs> influencer YouTuber campaigns oh to try to uh, yeah. uh, uh, to try to recruit people into the Bundeswehr, yeah. and they're not working very well, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Why is that? Because oh, they're corny as shit. Like, yeah, well. I don't know. I, like, there's, like, one that's called, like, The Recruits, and then, like, another one. one. Yeah. Like, like a miniseries. Yeah, Germany can't do the thing, like, what the U.S. does, of, like, hey, here's a badass film of, like, SEAL Team 6 just doing what has to be done. Because what are you going to do? Like, a video, like, like a, a movie of, like... Like them doing paperwork in Iraq. <laughs> yes. Like Germany specifically sent more troops um, to Iraq, or the last time they sent troops to Iraq was to only just do paperwork. I like, mean, yeah. They don't send like. Yeah, I mean, that has been like one of the paradigms of like German military has been not to get involved in, in active fighting. Yeah. Only and only like and only like train etc etc all has to do of course with the history of Germany, so like yeah, you are training troops, you are uh, I don't know doing consulting. administrative <laughs> stuff, consulting etc yeah. etc. What are the so what, that is why what are the fatigues par- for McKinsey look like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's why it's such a paradigm shift because. Uh, I mean, Olaf Scholz himself spoke about like a Zeitenwende. Uh, yeah. It sounds cool in German, so I'm saying it in German. Like a paradigm shift, basically. Like with increasing the spending, not only with when it comes to like spending more and like give, not giving a fuck about the Schuldenbremse, um, but also when it comes to the military itself, you know? Like Germany having a strong military is still like seen as something very... Not know, good. Problematic. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so, <laughs> because, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, kind of stepping back then from the 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 military spending thing, we briefly mentioned that then Germany overwhelmingly supported sending weapons to Ukraine. Yes. So, what were the numbers on that? Which I think before yeah. we talk about the military, we like you're talking about this paradigm shift. Yeah. A country that then used to have, like, a knee-jerk reaction to any involvement of war. I mean, remember, like, the biggest anti-war demonstration during the Iraq War was Mm -hmm. in Berlin. Mm -hmm. One of them was in Berlin. It was, like, I think, like, half a million people or something like that. Um, And also one of the biggest anti-war protests that then started uh, during the uh, Ukraine conflict. It may have not been entirely an anti-war protest, but still the fact that then the general attitudes towards war and towards Germany getting involved in a war. And I would argue that this is very much Germany getting involved in a war because you are sending weapons shipments. That's not, you cannot be neutral in that regard. It is probably one of the reasons why the United States got involved in world war one because they were sending weapons uh, under the the guise of neutrality. Germany's not neutral. They're a member of NATO and they're sending weapons. Yeah. And now so you, it's quite popular. Yeah, you're getting involved, actually. Um, so, 
yeah, uh, spending, uh, sending weapons, huh? Um, okay, the, this vote, it was passed. Um, yeah. Actually, it kind of had to because they already announced it, <laughs> which is interesting because Olaf Scholz, were, well, first of all, let's say how, like, how the voting um, turned out. So um, it was 693 votes were cast, um, 586 in favor, 100 against, and seven abstained. Olaf Scholz wasn't there. He was in Japan. Damn. That's kind of a flex. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to, to announce it before it's voted on, not even be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like, cool. What is that, 80%? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. Like Babe Ruth calling like, a shot. <laughs> 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 it's a, yeah, it's an overwhelming uh, majority. It, it's crazy. Actually, like all of the Greens, except for two, didn't vote for it. And that was Bayram. Shout out. Okay, Queen. Yeah, yeah I'm about Queen. to say, like, it better be. It yeah, better be Neukölln-Kreuzberg. Yeah, Bayram, great. Did she vote against it or did she abstain? I think she abstained because okay, of party fine, whatever. line thing. Oh, but it's still Well, fine. maybe she voted against. I'm not sure, Doesn't actually. Matter. But she did not vote in favor. Let's say it like that. Yeah. She did not vote in favor. And, of course, Die Linke. But they don't have too many seats right yeah. now in the Bundestag. They have, like, what, 49, I think, or something yes. like that? And AFD actually, but they have a n different reason. They so why did the AFD not vote? Because we are, <laughs> as you know, as our uh, our now fallen leader, <laughs> as our now fallen leader of of Slovenia, yeah. tweeted out our picture of the uh, you know um, <laughs> horseshoe. horseshoe theory that he decided existed. Yes. When we were talking about a complete other thing, but he obviously wasn't there. Uh, Shout out, <laughs> Janša, if you want to come by to do your Eurovision thing. We can yeah, talk yeah. about Privacy it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. So you uh. can come on. He's a sovereign citizen. <laughs> <laughs> sovereign citizen, Janša. <laughs> yeah, no, but but yeah, the AfD. So they didn't vote because... Um, well, they voted against it because they are following, of course, their own... Like, the... Their, well... What they said is like, oh, we can't do value-based foreign policy. We have to do interest-based foreign policy. And Germany's interest is to have good relations with Russia because they like Putin. I mean, but also, like, regardless if they like Putin or not, yeah. that's just, like, true geographically. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, especially now that, oh. like, okay, Russia's military may not be as, like, good as everyone expected. Yeah. They're a massive nuclear power. Who that is, is actually <laughs> what was brought like yeah against this like by Die Linke as well and yeah. like let's ra rather talk about Die Linke argument because of course like when Gauland speaks about it this was like oh yeah uh, a bit different for those who don't know <laughs> yeah for those who don't know Alexander Gauland is one of the head people within the uh the AFD yeah. who always wears a a tie of a of a dog yes a dog <laughs> it's actually a cute tie he just sucks yeah but um what the, he gives off the funniest vibe in German because he speaks very long, complex sentences that, like, say nothing. Yeah. And he's, I think he's also, like, a history professor, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just the typical just, German. Just in the tradition of right-wing history yeah. professors in Germany. We like to, we love that. We're like yeah, into Dr. That Alexander Gauland. How could <laughs> I forget? How could yeah. you mistitle yeah. him? Yeah. Um, the AFD, the party, as we've mentioned, too, the party with the most PhDs in it. But we could also say, not forget what their voter base, like a lot of their voter base is. Dudes with PhDs. They do with PhDs, but also like they have a big following by the Russian-speaking German community. Yeah, true. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> that might be interest as Who well. Who all also them. have PhDs. Yeah. You, you do you know, know much more about this yeah. than I do, and it's a very sounds like a very sophisticated analysis, but... My gut feeling is that uh, they're driven by clout, off their <laughs> clout sharks, and they think they can get some clout from Putin. I think <laughs> that, no, I mean, like, you <laughs> that's know, not wrong, I this is the thing that's really funny about that is that, like, I think the AFD is just flexing hard to be like, look at me, senpai. Like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. like am Pretty I doing, sure. because the AFD, We're like, doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, because the AFD legitimately <laughs> did have connections to the Kremlin and... Um, yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised. And it's one of these weird occurrences that then because of their like weird, like, like Russophilia that they end up like coming out on the better side, at least in my opinion, yeah. the better side of the argument, because 
the thing that then's really funny about pure liberalism is that then a pure liberal would also agree that then that the best way forward is a, is 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 diplomacy with yeah. your neighbor. Yeah. And as we may or may not have mentioned on the show before, again, this is, you know, a thousand years ago before the war, yeah. of that <laughs> then NATO's push into Russia or towards Russia, not into Russia, but like, you know, NATO's eastward eastward push kind of always doubted then this liberal version of the end of history, that if the end of history is so good, these institutions wouldn't have had to exist. And that good liberal, you know, fucking like the the golden arches theory or the Dell theory would have just like came true because of capitalism. But you don't actually believe in your own bullshit. So you're going to continuously expand eastward where the AFD like weirdly still believes in the true like liberal bullshit of that, then it's like, oh, no, 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 like economics, like they're weirdly still materialist so that then like economics is key to everything. But they're also like hyper free market capitalists that are like, well, you know, we need to have good relations with Russia because peace through the economy is how you do it. And we want to then also have a weird national economy that helps Germans. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's like, their argument. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's where they're coming from. Yeah, and Die Linke, of course, have a better argument. War's bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> that sums it up. I mean, but yeah, I I agree. War is bad. Um, and someone brought something up. I forgot his name, but it was kind of like an interjection in the in the in the whole debate. And he said, like, well, what do you think? Do you believe when we make this decision, like, are we closer or further away to nuclear war? And that was a legitimate question. Yeah, and? Well, the answer is we're closer, but of course nobody answered that question because it was someone from Die Linke asking it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that then also <laughs> to... It was like, yeah, it, there was also this moment where, where someone said like, oh no, that's more about the military spending, but saying like, oh, this we just basically dump this money into a hole that is the German military, you know? Yeah. When we rather should fucking spend the money on education, schools, school meals, infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. yeah, that's more about the money. But yeah, the weapons argument, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that then just kind of to which close... Which benefits, of course, where they say that which benefits um, the arms industry. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that then just to kind of like, you know, put the nail in the coffin on this one is that then... I I feel that it, like, I feel legitimately crazy during this entire scenario because we've seen plenty of times in our lifetime what happens where you just throw an infinite amount of arms at a conflict, yeah, hoping that, that the then... Conflict? <laughs> yeah, and the thing that I just find that's incredibly just stupid from the perspective yeah. of then, like, I understand, obviously, of course, I'm not stupid. Ukraine has the right to defend itself, yes, of course. Like, yeah. I'm not a dumb... I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with European countries giving them arms. I, I, I also don't agree with the people that say they should surrender or some shit like that, you know? No, like I mean, yeah. Like, this, like, the thing of the matter is, though, is that then, like... First off, first and foremost, you have a legit baby brain if you think that Ukraine is going to win this war. Like, sorry. Like, there is literally no strategic outcome that then has them getting back all the territory that they've lost. And Russia has already dug in and made their point in all of these areas on the Donetsk Mm. and whatnot. Yes, like to the people who are saying, well, they didn't get Kiev, this and that and that. You're probably right. The Russian military probably bit off too much that they could chew. But... There's literally no way in hell that this is going to be pushed back by the Ukrainian military and a bunch of, like, Reddit volunteers who are getting just, like, (laughs) bombed by, like, you know, SU-35s left and right. Like, I think... That entire bait, we talked about it briefly on one of the episodes that there was the, the, the Reddit base that was just completely annihilated because they kept posting photos oh on, on, on Reddit of their positions and the Russian it? military Are found it dumb? and just kept attacking them. Yes. Oh so there is like, I understand the perspective then like, you know, Ukraine obviously to defend itself. The real reality of it is, is that then this is going to if like the continuous pouring in of weapons into this country is going to end up with this war lasting either in a serious situation which is that then like it eventually ukraine eventually then has some level of pushing back but then internal strife within the country boil over because remember Zelensky was hated 
up until yeah. the war started by a lot of factions, particularly right wing factions. We're getting a lot of power currently right now. Mm-hmm. Um, kidnapping left wing activists and stuff like yeah. that, possibly executing them. There's been reports of that as well. Not not good stuff. And a lot of, you know, these these, um, you know, uh, splits within the military and stuff like that will just become more intensified. There's also anarchists who've taken up arms, so on, so on, so yeah, forth. Yeah, It'll be Syria. <laughs> or you have like a Palestine-Israel thing where then you'd have flare-ups between Russia and Ukraine every year, which is kind of-ish what it's been like for the last mm. eight years. I mean, yeah, since 2014, they have Yeah. So the idea fighting. that then if you just like throw a Band-Aid, as in billions of dollars of weapon spending, at a country that militarily cannot win and that is in like and is a pressure cooker situation of something politically occurring like currently happening you are fueling this war yeah <laughs> into its you know infinite continuation and where are those weapons going to like we've already seen that the weapons aren't even ending up in Ukraine half the time they're ending up in the middle east and this and that and that yeah. because you know like weapons dealers are smarter than the average person is so, like, I don't believe the argument that then that this is like a way to peace. And I think that then, unfortunately, the smallest party in Germany is the only one that then seems to understand that. Yeah. Ah, well, they have been like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, I could not imagine Die Linke. Like, actually, we have like one person in Die Linke that is for the delivery of, well, she didn't wo- vote like that, but oh. she was arguing for it. But yeah. So you mentioned Slovenia is going buck wild. Slovenia, yeah. Okay, this is something we have to say about like the nature of Germans' weapons delivery because it's not an, not what we imagine like in the US where you just send the weapons to the country. Germany is not actually doing that. It's called a Ringtausch. Very romantic. <laughs> Exchange yeah. of rings. You know, like when you marry someone. Yeah. Very cute. <laughs> um, Germany wants to go steady with 2% of <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm committed <clears throat> to you. So <laughs> yeah, not just a fling. <laughs> Taking out Jens Stoltenberg for a milkshake. Right. <laughs> but yeah, a Ringtausch means that Germany is going to, it's like, it's called a Ringtausch because it's going in circles. <laughs> kind of, not really, but I don't know, fuck, you know. <laughs> well, it's it's a cute romantic um, um, kind of like uh, uh, idiom uh, term for it. Um, so yeah, that w- it means that Germany is supplying new tanks to an Eastern European country who then, like not Ukraine, who then will send their old Soviet weapons Mm. to Ukraine. And one of these countries that really is horny for German weapons is Slovenia. That's sick. (laughs) Because they totally need a big military. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get rid of my (laughs) T-62s that suck. Yeah, that and the T seventy T seventy two, yeah, yeah, all of them. See, I yes, know Yulia's been now. learning about tanks. This yeah, week. I know tanks now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a job for Yansha. He could do like those. Uh, who's the woman in the puppy commercials? <laughs> in the arms of the angel. Oh, so, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He's just like, about. could you please Sarah give McLaughlin. us your weapons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Yeah, that's something he could These do. These old T sixty two tanks don't have a home. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, that's how Germany is doing it. I think it's kind of like to to say, hey, see, we we're not supplying the weapons to Ukraine. Giving it to Slovenia, <laughs> we're giving it to Slovenia, and they therefore are giving it to Ukraine. I mean, I what don't is, know if I would want like leopard tanks. I've seen those things just like completely just get their top blown off by like. <laughs> A standard RPG. Well, that is why you increase the military budget. <laughs> okay, but does that take that flaw out of them? I no. mean, it also could just be Actually, that. Actually, a lot of that will be spent on like personal equipment and not heavy equipment. So, like, dudes don't have fucking like jackets and shit like that. A pussy. Or, or like boots. So, or some you shit. can get fucking they were, like, Google Boss into I the, swear, into it's the like thing kind of too. like it's like in high school or some shit like that. Uh, imagine you're like in a NATO kind of like. You, you You're in like NATO a, high school. NATO I sat with NATO at the lunch table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine like you're like on a NATO trip, like uh, um, with your friends, with okay, your NATO okay. partners. Oh, the Americans come with all the fucking cool swag, yeah. and you're getting uh, fucked up. And you don't up. even fucking have shoes. You're just some fucking dipshit from you're Slovenia. The have, <laughs> you're the kid that doesn't have shoes. You're pulling up. Well, in I'm a, talking Germany here. Oh. 
Those yeah. are the guys without the shoes. Damn, they just like make funny being like, oh, look at the fucking <laughs> little crowd over here. Oh, like, uh, they Augustus Gloop looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is how the German military has been feeling in those like NATO deployments. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> they just come in there with their fucking like, you know, yeah. like with their like their their trainers and then the American yeah. military just Imagine has you like, have, like they got dunks on. <laughs> Imagine you have 500 helicopters and 20 of them work. <laughs> this know. could be the next picture. USA, you mean movie. the US, right? Because Ospreys keep killing Marines left and right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Slovenia wants uh, German weapons. Slovenia has been pretty horny lately. Who gets Slovenians' weapons? Ukraine. Ukraine. Ah, there's That's not the another victim. step. There's not another. No. I thought maybe there's yeah, one more. Yeah, I, I thought because it's a ring, there should be like a <laughs> yeah, final know, right? step that Ukraine gives like I don't know, gives them back to Germany. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get all these like junky ass old like you know Mig twenty. Actually, Mig twenty nines are still sick, but yeah, you get a, you get a bunch of like you know, uh, yeah, a bunch of T sixty twos because no one wants those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that is how it's um, either that way or with money, of course, because um, it's like this compensation kind of like scheme. Like, um, so Slovenia, for example, gives weapons to Ukraine, and Germany pays Slovenia for for being so nice and sending all the oh my god all, all the weapons. Just fucking do it yourself, Germany. What a bunch Germany of babies! Germany said they don't have anything. That's the biggest fucking lie. <laughs> That's why they need you to have... spend more money. This is all like it's. All connected. Yeah, I mean, Germany, first off, hilariously, is still one of the few countries that then still loves producing tanks a lot yep. and still makes new tanks. Yep. Nerds. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, no, and, and Russia's one of them, what too. Also nerds. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah. Russia's tanks are fucking crazy. They do, like, underwater shit. No, that, no, no, no. The what Armada, they discontinued. Oh, That's damn, the T1, the it looks T-105. so cool no. in that video. Yeah, yeah. No, so that... that I fell for the Russian propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so the Russian... The, 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 I think it's the, the, the T-105 Armada, the T-15 Armada. Yeah. Um, Russia made four of them, and the only real reason that they made it is so that then on the 70th anniversary of like you know the victory of World War II, oh, yeah, they could have it on a parade. Okay. They had one of them, and then all the 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 three other <laughs> yeah. ones ended up never going into production, and it was entirely a, a, a prototype oh, sure. that was too expensive for Russia to go through with. Now, well, because it was fucking cool. Fast forward, <laughs> Russia yeah. really needs a new tank oh, because yeah. they're relying too heavily on the T72, which is a a heaping which pile sucks. of. Garbage. Yeah. The piece the T sixty two is even worse. Oh damn. But Russia had ten whole numbers worse. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's really funny because a lot of like military the like 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 what is it called? The people who theorize on military tactics and whatnot. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah, nerd, literally, yeah, nerds. We're wondering continuously of like, well, why why are these countries still investing in Tanks, tanks yeah. because no one has to fucking like. There's no tank warfare, and then now this war is kind of proven yeah, wrong. Of like, oh damn, tanks are still like really important. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, wait, I have a couple, a couple mm-hmm. clarifying questions. So, Germany has sent yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And how have they paid for that? With the special fund. Or is it just no, on the phone and it's now just they like have a, to... It's they had. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You it's, can just... Yeah, you they can just, they okay. send military equipment that they already had, okay. and so they just send it like, for So free. now so the they question haven't sent is, any, like, special fund, constitutional change, yeah. or have nothing. Show up to the lunch table with yeah. with shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. you just you smell like ass. Yeah. You have you <laughs> know a lunch table. Yeah, you have your fucking weird, uh, you know, yeah. not cool, not swagged out camouflage mm-hmm. like the Americans. Yeah, that's also what they happens. They have that like bluish for camouflage, don't they? I don't know. No, they don't. It's 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 regular color. It's just like all. Oh, like, I think that's like maybe just looking. a shirt I saw. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Pink camouflage. How about so this that? is what happens when you spend nearly a trillion dollars in the in military spending. Yeah, is that you, you spend it cool, on the dumbest shit? You get the yeah. Cool no, you spend it on, for example, like the F thirty five, a jet yeah. that doesn't work. Nice. I mean, it flies, but the other <laughs> stuff it doesn't do very well. Like it can burn up in the atmosphere, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then then you die. It's an ejection seat will decapitate you. Oh damn! Yeah, that's why. That's why what the U.S. tries to sell it everywhere and nobody wants it, <laughs> except for now. I think Greece well, is yeah. buying a bunch of them just to own Turkey, <laughs> and then now 
the U.S. is mad at Turkey because they oh, bought a bunch of S-400 Russian anti-aircraft uh, things. Yeah, Germany is sending self-propelled anti-aircraft guns, whatever that is. That's the, that's the, the, um, it's either, it's, it's the, it's, it's, it's the cheetah. The ah, okay, the Gepard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah it's that's a, what I thought. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So, so it's like a, it's like a mobile Patriot missile system. Damn. Yeah, no, I don't know why. Damn. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, it's lame. Oh. It's all nerd shit. It has a cool name it, though, Gepard. Yeah, Cheetah. <laughs> So yeah. what's the uh, what's the timeline of this vote? Uh, what's what's going to happen? Oh, that vote already happened. What what are the what are the, then what's what's going to happen? Do we have a new constitution? Well, no, no, <laughs> no, no. That vote didn't go through. Yeah. Only the heavy weapons delivery went through. So they agreed on doing the ringtage, like changing yeah. laws and giving <laughs> Slovenia. Yeah. The um, uh, among others, yes. Whoever wants German weapons can get in there. I don't so. know if I'd want German <laughs> weapons. If so. I was, you know what? If I was looking around, if I was shopping around. <laughs> I would be looking at the uh, the, the Turkish Bayraket, whatever oh, the fuck damn. it's called. You <laughs> know that yeah. there's 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 a district in Ukraine that wants to rename itself that. Seriously. To the Bayraket. Oh wow. Yes, because it's been such a vital tool for Ukraine okay. in the uh, fight against Russia. Yes, it's also the thing that then kicked off all this. But yeah, because Turkey was giving oh, them the, these these the drones. Drone yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the debate will go on about this because this is as it has a lot of like different points to it. It has that the CDU they need the CDU vote on that. Um, yeah, and Mats has come and forward in, in being like, I want to help the Bundeswehr, but I can't do it this way. Yeah, exactly. You know, going against my values, and I think because it debts, you know, and and Mats and the CDU they are very like against. And I think this is very much trying to play into the fact that then, like, while, you know, it's early, you know, our good Emperor Scholz has only been in the in power for a few months now. Yeah. I think that the CDU is going to be using this experience with the the current war situation to then immediately just use that as a, a campaign strategy. Yeah, I mean, Merz has been very, especially in this debate, and the other one, Merz has been very angriffslustig, very yeah. ready to fight. But, um round one. <laughs> Sorry, uh, more to go. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, he has, for example, he has called out um, Scholz saying that his like change in mind is very grotesque because what we didn't mention yet is that Scholz in the Spiegel interview said before he will not send heavy weapons to Ukraine because it might cause you know nuclear war <laughs> and stuff like that, and he won't like get bullied into it. Um, mm. In the end, he got bullied into it. Well, he got um, he got carried away in the Spiegel interview. He wanted to impress them. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, saying shit. He thought I mean, come like on, it's a cover hear. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get me from this side, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, yeah, it kind of. I, I think like a lot of it came also from interestingly enough, like his his coalition partners who wanted to send weapons, especially I think the Greens, like Anna Lena and and Habeck. Yeah. Um, well, I think Lindner is also for that, so because he wants to protect the freedom values. <laughs> but yeah, um, so he basically got bullied into it, which, which is interesting because like before he took the stance, but also the international community was very like you know everyone was criticizing. Everyone Germany wrote for an not article about uh, everyone Germany being wrong again. Mm. Yeah, Germany after being on the wrong side of history. Yeah, <laughs> after the he reads, fact he, he reads it. You know, he speaks English, so yeah. he reads all of them. <laughs> He's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, it gets you, progressively you, you, higher, higher and higher pitch. You, 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 every 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 click. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that is how it happened. <laughs> yeah, we have any drone updates? Any drone? Any drones involved in this? Any? Is there any drone talk? Uh, oh yeah, talk? drone. Yeah, drone talk. The fucking Orika Franca. <laughs> We're plugging Orika Franca's new uh, new mixtape, Drone Talk. <laughs> I just think Ukraine needs drones. That could that could fix. Oh, everything. they got them, they and they uh, and that is <laughs> that is partially why we're here. <laughs> well, you know, Nestor Magno used this drone, so <laughs> <laughs> it's really <laughs> inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are, um, and the thing that I just think is kind of like the funniest. Well, it's not funny at all because it's it's very dangerous. Is that um, the madman himself uh, said that 
the more weapons that you send to Ukraine, um, the more I'm going to get mad and the more that you're involved in this. Yeah, this is something... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is something like... Um, that the first like weapon sending already like escalated the situation because he said he sees every kind of like weapon supply from NATO countries as an escalation of the war. Yeah, and now an American soldier died. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean technically a former U.S. soldier, but still the fact. So of was the, he like? Was that like some some uh, what's it called? A mercenary kind of like? Do they have private military? Who police? Ukraine? No, uh, the U.S. on site. Like prior contractors. No. Kirby said no, not that he would know. <laughs> Kirby. Well, that doesn't fucking mean anything. I know, exactly. But yeah, yeah. Because no, that is I what think people that are asking right now. This is the thing, yeah. though, is that so with the with, with the international volunteers thing, it was it was an international volunteer who was a former Marine yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I know that, yeah. So, um, no. The U.S. is dumb, but they're not stupid enough to yeah, send yeah, in mercenaries because that, yeah. that's way too easy <laughs> to track back. The thing is, is that... The British are getting way too horny for this, and like oh, the yeah, SAS is being sent in oh. um, to do training. But training. Uh, if a SAS member happens to get hit by, say, oh. an airstrike, yeah. and there's a dead SAS member, Uh-oh. that looks very bad. And I think that, that is, yep. the more that I, I refuse to believe that there is not active NATO members on the ground, at mm-hmm. least of some form, whether it be of like delivering things or whether it be plain stupidity mm-hmm. and actually offering assistance, whether it be consulting tactical or like well, military that aid. That the US is going to train, like they will continue their training. The like yeah. Florida guards, whatever they're called, um that used to be in U- Ukraine will now train Ukrainians in Germany at Rammstein Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like so. that's fine. That's that's that that that's allowed. The thing though that then becomes very questionable is what the UK is trying to do with the SAS, which is like sending the SAS into Ukraine to then do training, which is fucking stupid. Well, it's a it's a Europe Sache. Yeah. It's no longer Chef Sache. Yeah. And yeah, the UK is shown whether it's the, the the Polish border or or Ukraine. They're like, yo, this is they, the thing. They're there when it matters. Yeah, remember <laughs> at the beginning too is that then like Poland wanted to send MiG twenty nines with Polish pilots, which would then mean that Poland is involved in this. And it was supposed to be classified. It was not classified. And then the rest of NATO was like, "You are dumb as shit. Do not fucking <laughs> do that." Even though at first they were like, "Yes, please do this." So I think that then there's like the thing I'm very afraid of is when there's going to be a slip up by a country as stupid. I do think the dumbest one in all this is the UK. I thought you were going to say Poland. No, 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 no. I'm picturing like a Poland, a Polish master lawyer who's like, it's a, it's a floor is lava type situation. You're not in (laughs) Ukraine. You're just above Ukraine. Yeah. Doesn't count. While like, yeah, while Germany won't, Germany's not going to send a single serviceman to, to Ukraine, obviously. They'll send consultants maybe like near the border. The uh, They'll send weapons. They'll do that whole song and dance. But they're not like Boris Johnson is having like these op-eds written about him. Like, is Boris Johnson in his Churchill moment? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, he's not. Like Boris Johnson may be the dude dumb enough to get World War Three started because yeah, he was one of the first ones to go to Kiev. That does sound like a Churchill moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Um, he was one of the first dudes to go to Kiev. He um, has been um, flexing the fact that the, that the UK acts differently than the European counterparts to be like more like gung ho about it. Yep. And yeah, he's just uh, he's like said on multiple occasions that we're in World War Three. <laughs> like he just the Brits have remember all these boomer Brits who think that they were that they could have been on Dunkirk getting just like low-key sniped by Nazis and like fucking, you know, Stukas. They wish that that could have been them and they're going to drag the rest of Europe into this whole stupid fucking conflict because Boris Johnson wants Christopher Nolan to make a movie about him <laughs> 60 years from now. He also has to distract from Partygate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also true, which has not affected him very much at all. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. But... <laughs> anyway. Um... Yeah, so that's more or less at this point just ended up on an open discussion about sending weapons into a war zone and how that's not good. 
And um, I don't think that we can answer any of the bigger questions of the the moral questions about about um, war and NATO and Europe and all this. But what we can offer you is a lovely time on May 14th where we, Corner Spatey, plus Kieran, will be... <laughs> Wait, plus Kieran? Plus Kieran, yes. So. Kieran is almost Kieran. like a... Yeah. Like uh, a spe- like he is he ascends to another level on Eurovision. Yeah, so I true. would he yeah. does need some special billing. So we uh, yes, you mentioned the you mentioned the you're uh, in the Cornish babies. Exactly, you mentioned the yeah. uh, ding 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 the uh, the 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 word of the evening, and that is uh, Eurovision. And so on May fourteenth, we will be having an event. At the laugh, this place is called, and I wish it wasn't, the Laughing Lizard Playhouse. Mm. <laughs> the Laughing Lizard, I have some of those <laughs> NFTs. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, May fourteenth will be starting at at eight o'clock. It is at Ziegestrasse twenty eight, which is in Mitte, and we have all the info on Twitter. And Kieran made a very cute Eurovision poster. Mm-hmm. We'll be posting all the details in the description, and. Uh, we hope that you can come. There will be admission. I'm not entirely sure how much it is. We'll definitely let you know um, the closer that it, it comes. But we'll be having commentary, drinks, and watching our Kieran's favorite evening of the year. It's It'll be a fun time. I love Eurovision now through yeah, Kieran, yeah, so. so you can love it too if you show up. It's a great time. Um, yeah, we haven't said admission, but... Come on, it'll be Berlin. I think it'll probably be like we're, five we're, euros yeah, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that then we'll have something set up for Patreons too. So if you're a Patreon and you want to come, please hit us up. We will figure yeah. something out for you. If not. And on that note, we will see you guys all next week for the bonus episode. Or next week for the main episode where I think we're going to talk about Transnistria. Woo! Yay! Woo! Another fun time. (laughs) So take care and bye-bye. Peace.